All right, Nick, this is this is going to be good. Last time we recorded, which was a hot minute ago. I, Some time ago. I, I, I talked to you about how I had the COVID. Uh, that was like the big grand reveal. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> and that's changed significantly where... Uh, no, it hasn't, Jeff. D- <laughs> ah, it See, is Jeff, changed. I know I, when you lie to me. I know. All right, continue. I'm sorry. I tested negative for the COVID uh, one mm-hmm. or maybe now two days ago. I don't know. It's hard to keep track. Um, but I think I'm finally done. Nick, Nick. Hold on. Let me move my, my pop screen out of the way. I think I'm finally done. I'm hey, so, I'm glad for you, so, Je- Jeffy. So freaking done. Oh, my goodness uh, gracious, my sir. poor guy. Does that I, mean you get to go outside again? I am going outside in a big way, and then we're going to talk about that later. But uh, I actually, you know what? Let's just hop into the show. We'll hop right into the things. I'm I'm making up for lost time, uh, but first we have to talk about the intro. started a podcast it's a podcast born phoenix like from the ashes of last year's podcast where there's nothing but ashes and rubble behind us uh i am your co-host jeff i don't know where jeff is recording where there's nothing but ashes and rubble but i'm nick i don't even know where our show notes are i'm doing this completely off the cuff um but yeah we're a couple of friends that are two continents apart or half a continent apart depending uh, on two continents apart last last week it was two continents or last time we talked it was two continents apart and like the funny thing was is like when i said that it meant nothing to me like i 100 percent did not even realize that's what i said and you called me out for it and i didn't even know what you had called me out for and so like doing the yeah. edit was like a weird thing uh, where I just I really realized like how real the COVID fog is. I'm not saying that I'm going to completely like, you know, bat a thousand here, Nick, but I'm not going to say that we're two continents apart because that's just not true. Uh, unless it is true, which in which case you need to keep me up to date on your travel plans. Uh, uh, I will let you know, but also I'm not really sure how one like, how I would like measure being two continents apart. I mean, I guess I would just be like, if I was on like the South side of South America. Right. But anyways, more importantly, I'll keep you more in, in, in depth. And also you do better at understanding how land works. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. I, I said that in the meanest way I could and you're welcome. Continue. <laughs> I do know how the land works. That is true. Uh, um, demonstrably not, not, uh, not proven just yet. Hey, Nick, I want to know real quick. How's uh-huh. it going, buddy? We didn't even do like our preamble where we talk about like, life and stuff. How's it going, bud? How, uh-huh. you, there's like a Red Bull something something you texted me. There about. was a Red Bull Rampage. Is that like, uh, like downhill biking and stuff or whatever? It, like so Red Bull thing? Rampage is um, no Red Bull Rampage is way crazier than anything related to Nick. Um, but it's uh, it's it's mountain biking is like kind of pre premier um, crazy person event like. If you could think of like, you know how you think of like Evil Knievel or like if you think of uh, motocross with like Travis Pastrana and guys doing like uh-huh. double backflips and stuff, you're like, that's, shouldn't do that. These people doing that is a bad idea. That's, that's Rebel Rampage is they, they go ride on, uh, out in, uh, Zion National Park in Virgin, Utah. And Which is one of my favorite places on the planet. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. So then if you imagine if you could, um, like if you rode down that in like a two minute period, uh, complete with like backflips and like 75 foot Canyon gaps and stuff, 
Today, somebody uh, backflipped a 75-foot canyon gap, which was a little insane. And by a little insane, I mean, oh my God, I freaked out. So uh, yeah, stuff like that. It was, it was real, real good, real, real fun. Um, I feel like this is the second year in a row, or I don't know, it, ha- it seems to happen occasionally that um, it cuts, gets cut short because of wind. Because you don't want to do 75-foot canyon gaps with 20-mile-an-hour wind, I guess. The freaking the wusses. They're just wusses for not wanting to do that. Uh, but it got cut short, but it was still a good competition, and nobody got hurt. And that's, that's like, it's, like, shockingly, like, a, like mm-hmm. everyone, like, does a run. And it's, like, these are the most talented riders in the world at this specific kind of thing. And then they, uh, and then they're, like, everyone's, like, relieved. Like, look at him. He's alive. And it's, <laughs> I, right. I don't being, know if I can do it alive justice. Is, but, is a yeah. great part of uh, any event um yeah but so o- overall takeaway enjoyable super good time okay. i don't want to belabor that because i talk mountain biking on this thing all the time but red bull rampage it's up on youtube go go have fun um any so that was the thing that i prompted you with any any other fun things nick since last time we talked it's been a while uh it has. hung out any any other any fun fun things on your side of the like I went continent. on a I went on a vacation, but it wasn't like a crazy vacation. It was to the Bay Area. Um, I think I told you that last time we talked. Uh-huh. Before, I was uh, talking to you right before I left. Um, was a great time, uh, but not super. I went to Santa Cruz. Uh, Santa Cruz Red uh, Redwood uh, Mountains and Redwood Forests are amazing. Um, gorgeous, good times. San Rafael, Marin Bay Area, uh, awesome, beautiful, great time. But nothing. Nothing especially notable that would be like super podcast talk. Is that actually just, on the coast, or is that just in, more in the mountainy side of things? I'm very stupid about how everything you're California okay. works. Um, so both of them, the both that I mentioned are. Um, so are Santa both? Cruz, like Santa like Cruz, you, mountain and coast. Yes, that yes. seems. I thought that was not even a thing that you could. That I mean, I know that that is true, but like it's so like not like foreign to me because like for me it's like. If I really wanted to, I could drive 25 minutes to a lake. But, like, right. I would be surrounded by flat for the next, and I don't mean this, like, as uh, an exaggeration, a thousand miles. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is what I have around me. So, like, the idea that you can go to a place that is mountainous and coastal is very awesome. hard to like i and i like i know that because you send me pictures like you send me the pictures <laughs> but like that's really hard to believe that that's actually a place i don't want to um you know i don't want to oversell it it's not the same as being like you know in the the rockies it's not the same as being in uh even in somewhere like mammoth mountain or anything like that um is mammoth, is mammoth mountain in mammoth i don't know um so santa cruz is a little mm-hmm. beach town that's actually where i went to college and um Santa Cruz, uh, hold on, let me look up the, the elevation of the mountains. So Santa Cruz Mountains is are uh, right off the coast, and peak elevation is 3,800 feet, um, and it's probably like a 30-minute drive from the coast proper. Um, okay. And they're both, you know, it's Santa Cruz is the beach town, and it's called the Santa Cruz Mountains, so, if the, the, you know, they're, they're yeah. relatively both connected and also, like, you know, close together. Um, the other place I went was, so that's, Santa Cruz is... Um, separated from san jose by the uh so like where you were staying in the general area you were staying when you came Mm -hmm. up the last time i saw you here um and that was uh it's that is uh so south of the bay area and then i also stayed with my parents in um san rafael 
which is or Marin County, not San Rafael. I don't know where they live anymore. <laughs> Marin County, um, and that has a uh, mountain called Mount Tam. That's literally across the the gold, like literally. Uh, San, Marin County is across the Golden Gate Bridge on the north side, so it's like right on the coast, right on the the bay. And Mount Tam is a twenty six hundred foot elevation. So like not huge by any means, but uh, not like the biggest mountains in the uh, in the world by any means. But yeah, in the mountains. Yeah, man, that is so nice. So you had a good time. I did. It was a great time. And also uh, you are also your feelings are not weird, by the way. There's like the saying that California is the only place you can uh, you can beach skateboard or beach snowboard uh, skateboard and, and surf in the same day. You can beach and skateboard. You can beach. And surf you can beach and skateboard. It's the same thing. Good job. Me words is good. <laughs> Tony Hawk beach skater. <laughs> That's As... what they say. That's the words they say. I mean, um, There's something so wrong I, with me. I'm sorry. I have a post topic topic I want to talk about, but I have a main topic that I just want to hop into. But I need yeah, to do like, it. I need to Google something before I can like get into it. Uh, hold on, just one second. So remember when we talked about AI and concerns about it, uh, specifically in the realm of AI art? Yeah. Uh, like that was kind of the genesis for that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, have you um, kept up to speed with where this whole thing has gone since we talked literally, I think, I think like four weeks ago. Like, I think that's when we had this, maybe six weeks ago. Uh, uh, no, not, not even remotely. Um, so when we had talked about it, we were talking about like uh, AI, you know, images being made and like just what that means artistically. Right. Uh, and, it all felt like further advancements might be, you know, on the horizon, but like somewhat far away. And so like some of these things were more theoretical in nature as far as having a conversation about uh, than right. real. Um, Nick, since we've had our conversation, it's... We were like, oh, that could be a thing in the future. The future was a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, so when I when we had this conversation, I could go onto one of these places and I could join a queue to have my little AI art thing generated based on my prompt. And like I would have to wait at that time because it was on honestly, uh, I did it one other time later on and it was like like hours to to get your thing done. Uh, when I did it though, it was like you know five minutes. Like you had to wait in queue to get your mm-hmm prompt turned into art uh, and so it was like like well you know this is at the, at the end of the day this is like you know gated by uh supercomputers servers and stuff like that like there's no way like that this is going to turn into something that is uh easily uh you know expandable in the you know normal people's computing uh and right. yeah so that was the thought and then we released the episode and then uh about a week and a half later, uh, one of the big ones, Diffusion B, released a Mac version uh, of their algorithm and all of their models to just any consumer that had one of the new Macs, which I happen to have, uh, with the M1 chips or M2 chips. And you could just do the thing that you could do on the distributed website thing on your own computer. And it took about, I have, Nick, (laughs) I've played with it. Uh, It takes about 20 seconds to like generate an image (laughs) on my own computer. Me, just some (laughs) idiot. 
and you can get some very freaking good things. I think I I, I low key think I might have a better uh, podcast uh, logo than what we have now, uh, ah. just from typing in our crap. Like, but like it is. My my point zero on this is it felt fun, like as a toy, like when I was playing with it and we were talking yep. about it. And it has gone from felt like a toy to felt like a tool that I almost know how to use pretty good at this point without like any actual expertise at all of like knowing what to type in to get what sort of thing i like i type i put it like you can upload your own image and you can just say like what you want your face to be like done in the artwork style of like where you would normally have like a cartoonist for example like you could just right. say like me as a cartoon and it right. might take one or two or three tries but nick you know about the, the amount of skill that i had to do to make that happen you had to learn how to type in cartoonist or select cartoon as cartoon as cartoon and wait 20 seconds and if i didn't like it do it again and (laughs) eventually you would get one that was very good with changing nothing and nick i don't i for i guess first off any any thoughts on like just this initial like me talking about this as a thing that i've played around with now do how do you feel about the fact that you can just type in you know, you can upload a portrait of yourself, type as cartoon, and you'll get a cartoon version of yourself. Or you could type as, or, or by da Vinci. You made me think of it by, you made me think of it last time as like a thing that is going to like be weird for intellectual property and weird for artists. And now it's all I can think about with all this stuff. And I don't, I don't know, man. Like, it's really cool. That's really cool. Like, I want to be excited about technology. Like, the fact that you can just, like, AI generate something. Like, that's pretty crazy, right? Like, that's that's a level of, of uh, tech that we, like, wouldn't have thought very feasible very recently, right? And I don't know, man. I want to be excited about it. And also, I, like, I'm always... I feel like now my my instant disposition with all tech is just to be like, this is going to be abused. Like, we shouldn't have technology. It's going to be abused. It's going to be used wrong. <laughs> well, and I'm a tech nerd. I want to love it. I want to love it. I want to be like, oh, yeah, look at these ba- brand new badass graphics cards. Think of all the applications. And instead, it's just like, nah, dude, we're going to like put artists out of work. You know what I mean? Like... Well, we're gonna like, like... I, I, I think there's like a, a nice part of it that I think like maybe it was a little too soon or is like on the edge, but like uh, like Paul Walker in the Fast and the Furious where they like recreated some of the scenes with his likeness uh, or Carrie Fisher in uh, the Star Wars stuff, like where, you know, the actor or actress, you know, dies mid, you know, creation of that artwork and that ends up being kind of a send off or a tribute to them. Like that to me feels like an okay, uh, like, like maybe maybe some people would disagree, but I, I think yeah. it's like no, it's, I agree. It's okay. Like it it's a good taste with a good heart behind it at least. Right. Um, but like, what would be different for me is if like then just forever it's just Carrie Fisher in Star Wars, like just being you know limped along via AI for forever. Um, like that feels gross. Um, just saying that made me feel gross. Made me not yeah. feel good inside. But what 
was fun uh, in doing some of this research was, I guess, in some of the Star Wars things that have been made recently, uh, Darth Vader's voice, which is James Earl Jones, uh, has been AI generated for a while now. And people just haven't known, like haven't noticed. But like 100% is the case. And he's he's down with it. Like he's he's okay. Yeah, as long as he's cool. Right. But like that feels really, (laughs) I don't know. That feels really weird to realize how good that is to the extent that like, if you didn't know that and you weren't searching it out, you would have no idea like that. No, Darth Vader's voice in any recent uh, Disney creation of him was just a recreation of his voice from, you know, when he was 30 years younger, that I I don't know. (laughs) That's, that's a very weird thing. And it also just feels like it's flirting with uh, some challenging things that could be abused for sure. I mean, at that point, you're yeah, you're like a step away from being a marionette. Uh, if you're anybody who has any amount of recorded voice out in the world, uh, uh, yeah. So. And you you brought up like deep fakes, right? Like, and I, I don't even know like the extent of how deep fakes are a thing, but like you just pretend that you are like a congressperson or something on a phone, right? Like, or pretend, yeah. yeah like, I don't know. And, and like you wouldn't have to, I don't know there's there's ways that that's that's creepy and yeah so here's where so there's lots of stuff that has come out uh since we've last recorded and some of it has been just the fact that so much more of this is publicly available much more so than you know five weeks ago or whatever which is crazy the the uh, the rate of change on in this topic is pretty pretty wild and 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 any sort of time where you feel like uh it was something that felt on the horizon at best when you did the recording and by the time you talk about it next with a friend is like wow everything is out of date and this is so so much further along than i thought it would be in a year but we're only five weeks later like that sort of yeah like, pace of change is is to be noted i should i I don't know how else to say it other than that like no i agree that is definitely notable um one of the things that i've had pointed out to me uh and i heard it on a podcast again and i'm like man this is really really well said is a lot of the things that we've heard over the last year uh or last six months or last two months uh has been around ai art but a lot of that is prompt driven. Uh, and a lot of those prompts are using language processing to take what we would say and have an output that is uh, something that is the result that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. And the, the art side of thing gets like a really like that. That's the popular thing. Cause like, that's something that you can show and it's like, Oh man, that's crazy. How uh, like <laughs> for, for me, I was just having fun. Uh, I typed in uh, into my, it literally, this is something that runs on my own computer. Like I typed uh, tall Obama and then tall Trump and then tall, like, but I just went through like tall underscore president. And it was so hilarious. Like every single one of those were like such great, like that's exactly what you would, it's it's, it's such a stupid thing to say like, yeah, I want to see the the president, but I want them to be extra tall. And then like (laughs) the thing would just figure out how to do it. I don't, I don't know what made me want to do that. And I don't, I just, well, I, I I didn't know it was like a thing. There's, there'd be plenty of source material. So like they would know who all the presidents were, but then I just, I want to make them tall. Like, I had no reason for it. It's yeah. just what I, I don't know. It just seemed like an innocent thing to do. Um, but 
Nick, the thing that is, I think maybe I'm even more concerned about than I was when we talked about this last time is how good uh, text interpretation and text extrapolation is getting, like taking in a prompt via text and turning it out like a very coherent text output. Okay. And here's the thing I wanted to share with you. This is from another podcast. And this is a person who went to a conference recently that was kind of at the the edge of this sort of thing. And just talking about some of his interactions with uh, some AI stuff. And this is a particular part. I just want to clip out of it. Uh, We'll see if I need to replace it in the actual audio itself. But I think you should be able to hear it okay. Uh, Hold on just a second. Input. Michael is at that really Hold famous on. museum. I forgot that I listened to everything freaking fast. Uh, <laughs> Didn't sound that fast. Just see that. No, it actually, nope, that was good. That was 1.0. So good. We're, we're good. <laughs> I'm a normal human being. Okay, here we go. And then the output, how the computer answered. So here is the input, and this is this is very strange. It's almost like a puzzle, just so you can understand what I'm what I'm saying here. Input. Michael is at that really famous museum in France, looking at its most famous painting. However, the artist who made this painting just makes Michael think of his favorite cartoon character from childhood. What was the country of origin of the thing that the cartoon character usually holds in his hand? So, do you think you have an answer to that question? No. Okay, here is what the AI said. The most famous painting in the Louvre is the Mona Lisa. The artist who made the Mona Lisa is Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci is also the name of the main character in the cartoon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Leonardo da Vinci is from Italy. The thing that Leonardo usually holds in his hand is a katana. The country of origin of the katana is Japan. The answer is Japan. Okie dokie. Right? Insane. That Insane. like level of language interpretation. That's that's amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> it, it's amazing and incredible. Why does Siri suck so much? What <laughs> <is> that? <laughs> the heck? Well, that <coughs> one one of the things. If you look into this, Nick, uh, I don't I don't think Siri is going to be bad for very much long. Like S- Siri's already fine. Siri's. I fine. know she she actually is. I I don't but, actually have it. But I do think what we think of as voice assistant is going to change based on this sort of stuff is going to change pretty significantly in the next couple years. And I guess when I say the next couple years, I might mean freaking December. Like I, I, this point, I don't think it's going to like whatever I think as, as a horizon for when this feels dramatically different. I think it's, I think it's closer than, than I think. Um, the ability to take language input uh, and have that level of comprehension and that level of ability to problem solve on the fly. Uh, I don't know, Nick, that that is going to be a very interesting, interesting future that we're walking into. 100%. What, what are um, your thoughts on that sort of thing? Like, is that concerning cool, good, bad, yes. somewhere in between? <laughs> all um, of yes, all of you above. So like, from a from one perspective, it's really um, it's really impressive. Um, it's it's really impressive to have that kind of language and like that kind of log- logical step to step. And like I get how it could make those kinds of logical leaps and not just logical leaps, but like referential leaps. Um, you know, like you're in the Louvre, you're in a thing, and I mean it could scour through. Like I mean, it, a 
sufficiently strong, or not sufficiently strong, something uh, run by a computer can just, like, scour through all children's references in America and be like, yeah, okay, these are children's cartoons, uh, these are the things that that could possibly be. And I get how that works, and I am not, like, super, but, like, the fact that it knows what to reference is really, really impressive to me. Um, and that it can make kind of, like, logical leaps and go from, like, to the next steps, like, pretty quickly, uh, are, is pretty good and pretty crazy. And I often feel like, and I, I meant it when I said it, said it earlier, like, I often feel like I hear about new technology and my first thought is, I don't know, how are we going to, like, harvest our data harder? And how are we going to, like, have more soft spying on us at all times? And how are we going to regret how this is going to get implemented and i don't say that like to be a pessimist it's just like you know that's always a thing with technology and sometimes technology is just cool and it's just like i said the the graphics card thing earlier but like it's not like graphics cards hurt people when you get a new cool graphics card and it's like oh wow this one can like reflect lighting like who cares that's that's awesome that's just just <laughs> yeah. like good good stuff and most technological advancements are like that and ai like I can't think offhand of an application where AI having that next step or like being able to determine that kind of thing is really bad. Um, I would guess that like there's already some of this happening, right? Like with, with especially like some of that happening with like um, with like data collection and stuff. I'm sure is happening. Um, I'm sure there. I'm sure that um, you know. Nobody, nobody in my field is using this bad, Nick. Don't don't get okay. Wrong. We're all completely okay. ethical. There's I know nothing, that. I, I know no that. profiteering at all. Absolutely. I know that. There's no. I'm pretty sure there's no profit in data, right? No, not that I've been aware of. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, okay. So I I okay, I, I don't know. Thing. It's really really cool. It's really impressive. That's amazing. And like that isn't a, a front not a frontier, but like that isn't a thing that anyone would have said ten years ago, which is really impressive and amazing. And we I, I often feel like we don't have big awesome technology jumps anymore. That's really cool. It's also I my brain is like oh that could be scary. Well, okay. So here's where it becomes really problematic in my opinion and i i don't want this just to be a jeff says the yeah. world's ending doom and gloom but i also kind of think this is the biggest i mean there's lots of threats in our world right now but i do think if i was going to pick one i'm pretty convinced at this point that this is the biggest problem so when we did this recording uh like when we talked about this topic uh you know let's call it two months ago maybe give or take a month yeah um, I had mentioned that there were videos on YouTube that I was entirely convinced uh, were entirely AI generated. Like, yeah, it was just like stuff being farmed from Wikipedia turned into video. Like, and like when I would like go on to like find, uh, you know, research, like people who had researched the topic, I would just find people quote unquote that were just reading off the Wikipedia articles. Um, yeah. So it turns out I wasn't just crazy that uh, now has actually been announced by a few different companies. Uh, you might've heard of them, uh, Google uh, and a handful oh, of others uh, where off. they've done some basic like auto AI generated video content, which very much feels like you just feed it. Here are the concepts like in text form. And here are the sort of things that you can show, uh, you know, the, the visual part of it and it will make a video, which means that this has been in existence for a while, which is again, not surprising. Cause if just a dummy like me has realized it when I'm looking up, uh, you know, random 
topics on the internet and i yeah. noticed that like wow this feels like i'm just watching a freaking wikipedia article being read to me uh yeah turns out i was having a wikipedia article read to me hmm. um but the the interesting part about this is we're at a point where if this gets to be more you know widespread where it's pretty easy to have you know an ai generated article uh or art you know just a video of any sort that is something that you're just feeding into a prompt our algorithms for attention have been being honed for i mean i don't know nick when would you say like the first sort of well um the attention grabbing the, algorithm started gaining traction like I, um i mean i i would say i i don't know this is a fact but i would say that like facebook started doing like non-traditional like they, they started modifying their content feed in like oh six right like i mean i yeah. i think of facebook as doing like a couple of things differently than than myspace and i like i don't i don't know the details of like why myspace failed and facebook didn't but like i was like well yeah on myspace you, I, I always think back like on myspace you didn't have like a, a feed that was like curated by an algorithm and it was like yeah you saw like your friends updates and stuff like you saw like what was on your friends like your friend posted a picture that was posted there chronologically p the end right and uh that is something that is not true of facebook and hasn't been true of facebook and i i think i can think of that at, at least as far back as like 06 that yep. like facebook has done stuff that's not that so yeah so are you familiar at all with uh so first off i will say uh, i would agree i think that we are around 15 years in give or take mm -hmm. a year or two on uh attention grabbing algorithm experience um, are are you familiar at all with how YouTube or and YouTube creators handle uh, thumbnail uh, A/B testing and stuff like that? No. Have we talked about that? All? So, uh, oh, wait, wait, YouTube creators just kind of like uh, manually check. So they A/B test thumbnails. So like they will upload their videos with one thumbnail and then they will swap it out with a different thumbnail to see if it gets more click through and yes. same to go with titles as well right uh, so like it's a title and thumbnail combination yes so any serious youtuber now when you upload a video they we will have, have talked about this we'll have a couple of uh, yeah, yeah they have like like three in the hopper ready to go like to to swap through and see which one has <laughs> the best click through and and again like the same with titles like they like that combination of uh a thumbnail and title is critical for that initial success of the video. Right. So the reason why I mentioned that, Nick, this has been a thing that has been honed and is it, the reason why it exists is because it is very successful. That is the case with many things. In a world where we have content that is generated by AI, which can produce an infinite amount of those, you're going, we're, we're setting, we are setting ourselves up for slash are already in a world in which we're going to have a algorithm based system. Like let's use YouTube as an example, but like literally insert anything here. Like all mm. of, all of the things that are attention grabbing algorithms, which are all of the social media things these days. Yep. If we have content that can be convincingly created by AI that looks like things that are made by people and it can do that at a scale that is basically infinite. Uh, and it can take the input from that A-B test as things to learn from in the future. 
we're going to set ourselves up where without anybody actually learning how it works, you basically just have to say, like, I want this to be as convincing as possible. The content and the clickbaitiness and etc. can all just be turned to the max. And yeah. If if we're in a world where it's like, well, I just want the output to be as convincing as possible, and that's something that can be done by an AI, which we're not that that's where the language thing that I was getting to earlier is like it it's interesting and it's cool to see like, oh man, that's crazy that you can follow all of that. But that can be re- reproduced the other direction as well. If you just like want to tell the AI like how do I say this fact in the most convincing way possible the most persuasive way possible and it knows what will have the highest you know click-through rate or whatever yeah that's <laughs> that's really hard to think about how that works out good nick i uh, don't like it i mean it, am, is that do you feel like i am overreacting no. to the the fact the, the problem because yeah i just, just just to restate it how i state the problem is we have an algorithm. We have multiple algorithms that are very, very good at human attention. And we are rapidly making progress in creating content that is AI generated to toward a specific outcome. And pairing those two means that, I mean, Nick, here, here, here's my problem. We've barely survived the social media era as it is. Like, I, I feel like we are more divided I, than ever. Uh, and, and that's, that's when not, well, idiots, us idiots, are making and, the posts. So, like, I know, like, saying divided is is both correct, I agree with you, and also, like, uh, a big one that, like, everyone says. But not just, not, I don't think we're just divided. I think that we're, like, I mean, like, depression rates are up, mental health issues are up. Yeah. Uh, children have bigger addiction problems to mental health and d- don't seem to be engaging in as social, uh, as good of social behavior as they did before. And I say that as somebody who has been generally impressed by Gen Z people that I've I've known. Uh, and uh, generally speaking, they seem ha- less happy. Less happy seems like a big one, right? Like less happy seems not good. Um, like even if you're even if you're divided or whatever, like I mean th- that can be a product of other things too, right? Like it's, I, I don't blame. Um, political and cultural divisions explicitly on uh social media i don't think it helped by any means but like i mean i, I not, don't think i think that social yeah. media exacerbated them but i think there are other problems there i mean like we're in a world that just had covid and in a world that just had uh you know like not that long ago did we have the 2008 financial crisis and you know like there's a lot of other stuff in the world that that can really strongly impact people that is not just um pro- a product of being like overly online or overly uh, hearing overly divisive re- rhetoric or see- having misinformation out there or whatever other effects of social media like there are and there's a million right I, that's that's a, that is a yeah <laughs> that, that is me scratching the surface right and um so like but we're just like less happy dude like we're just like not happy <laughs> like it's that's real bad and like we're like addicted to our phones and like you know like we eat worse and like a million other things it sucks uh i don't i, I don't love it and um so like i'm i was trying to, to to let you talk because i i don't know how to like say this gracefully but like i don't I don't see any real positives to, um, let me, let me, let me go back one sec, actually. Like, why couldn't Facebook or Google just create infinite content 
using AI generated stuff that is like AI generated to be as clickable and as a, as scratching of biological itches that like we don't really even realize that we have um the, like the most clickbaity the most uh likely to get click, click through that also through AI generation is like convincing people of things that are either not true that are dangerous or that simply just make everyone spend all their money with the Google, Amazon, or Facebook of the world, or Apple, or whoever, I mean, whatever, whatever yeah, other tech. Yeah, I, I, I think that will happen. Just like whatever is most profitable is what's going to happen, uh, right? Or, or at least like within a stone's throw of that is true. Well, the uh, the thing that scares me with that is not just that like the thing that's most profitable will happen, but we've already seen how the things that are not profitable or not profitable that are very profitable for social media companies are things that nobody wants in the world. That nobody <laughs> wants more extreme rhetoric, and nobody wants. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I it's it's literally negative. Like the things that are most profitable for facebook and uh and twitter and google and whatever are people to be obsessed with their phones and obsessed with hearing the news and obsessed with hearing and scared out of their gourd about the next big about whatever thing and i mean there's things that we should be worried about and like take seriously and we should be in a form populist but like also you know but your entire the, day should not be consumed by correct. how your world is going to you're like, yeah, you're, it's like it's not yeah uh, yeah, your attention should not be 100% given to your so, to social media, right? Like, that's just not... But, like, I, I just don't see any reason to think that they wouldn't do the thing that... Like, to, they wouldn't dial that up to 11. And I, I say dial up to 11 like it's some conspiratorial thing. I'm sure what, what this would actually look, look like in practice is a even more gradual, even uh, bigger uh, erosion of our time, attention, uh, and mental health away from what is what we've always had and uh, increasingly towards, um, you know, fearfully checking our phones and reading social media. You know what I mean? I, I, I 100% think that the commercialization of our attention will continue to be a thing that we see accelerate at a pace that is gross to even think about in the like actual time that is spent. Like, I don't know. I, a lot of this ultimately, the reason why it exists is because it's profitable. And our, unfortunately, like the reason why it's profitable is because we like to check our phones, to look at the thing, to like just oftentimes as a distraction from all the things that are going on or as yeah. a as a doomsday reminder of all the things that are going on like somewhere on that spectrum and that yeah it, it's a rough cycle like that right there there's there's good parts of technology for sure and like i don't want to discount that but like man no. the effect on our attention and it's what not good that does is really challenging like i've always thought that and like i don't think i've ever shied away Away from saying those words um but yeah the effect on our attention when it is becoming more and more easily manipulated and, via and very good um machine basically stuff. right this machine learning has essentially is sophisticating the attention grabbing techniques that that companies want to use right like the uh, i don't want to sound like a doomsday person you said i know that you're not saying that either like you know, if you told somebody about like the effects of Facebook in 2004, they might either call you a doomsday person or you could be like, no, no, dude, society's not going to end. That's just like marketing. Just, That's like marketing. Like right. That. Right. Yeah. And I would say, no, no, dude, this is the society's not going to end. It's just not good for us all to spend, have like, you know, an eight hour screen time average or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's not good. Yeah. And it's not good for kids to grow up with like, 
even more uh, media to try to compare themselves to, whether it's like women comparing body standards or whatever, like young girls comparing body standards or whatever. Like, you know, we, we both have talked about. Um, oh, man. As a person with kids, please don't let me have to think about this. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I that that seems like a me in ten years problem. Please don't make me worry about this. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. But you know what I mean. Like oh, it's not like no, I don't. Want, I don't want. To, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about I'm it. Sorry. I, it. It's probably worse. Like that's my actual takeaway. Is I, I think that what uh, what social media has done to uh, body image and stuff like that. I don't even. Man, we don't. We don't have enough time to talk about that. No, this. no. Like, but all I mean is like it's not a doomsday thing. I'm sure that the 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 difference uh, you know is not going to be that we are going to have like a civil war because of facebook right but like what i do think could happen is like you know mental health results and happiness are worse in 10 years is like that's a, a very easy thing to imagine right like is we're a little bit more addicted we're a little bit more commercialized we're all a little bit poorer and facebook's a little bit richer and also our mental health is worse which is a different way of being poorer and uh facebook's like well but but what it's we can't we can't control it we're just doing what's best for our shareholders like we're just using the technology isn't the technology amazing look you can make a you can make a donatello on a, a you just type in donatello in a, yeah, in a t-shirt it, it, and a wide shirt and there it goes ignore this war right that's nothing to do with any of this that's fine Facebook really is connecting us. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, like you said, Nick, there's no wars caused by Facebook. Uh, yep. Because yep. Nick said that. Well, and that's well what, the AI what I said, said was we wouldn't have a, a civil war. And honestly, uh, that's I, I think that's more that's realistic because we are uh, in uh, the global north and everything. But yeah, I mean, there could be some more Myanmar's in the world. I could see that. <laughs> could see that. Gosh. Oh, man. this is my okay. non-political show. <laughs> this, this is, is a my place non-political where, show. Yeah, where I, I feel about like things I need that are to, fun like, and interesting grasp to us. my microphone again and just talk into it deeply. Um, uh, but no, yeah, it's it's fun. It's all all good fun except for the part where it is real. I don't know, man. Like it is just it's a, it's an increasingly weird world that we live in, and I think the more I understand about it, the more I feel that we don't understand where we are. Like it's just if if honestly though like if you were to go back 10 years and say any of the things that are true today it would feel crazy and right. i it's probably always been the case it's just feeling it on the front side of that is just it's a weird place to be in and it is i i i think it's okay i i, I, not, I don't want to be like a panicky over or i shouldn't say i don't want to be overly panicky i am a little concerned <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but I have also, some concerns about it's just kind of it's kind of the nature of things. Like I, I do think it's kind of the the path that we're on. Uh, but I, I am uh, definitely an advocate that we have these conversations because I do think that there's a lot that matters here and how we, how we land is going to be pretty impactful for right. and millions of people. I'm a layman hearing it off the cuff. Maybe there's guardrails in the technology that we can like actively yeah. utilize. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm hearing and reacting to it off the cuff and with my, uh, with my pessimism glasses on because I I'm I've been wearing those for like a, l a little bit uh, over like thirty years. They now have some wear, yeah. They have some wear, right? But like you know, they I think they, they I don't know maybe they don't work okay. Maybe I'm just crazy. But regardless, like I I want to be excited about technology and there's ways that like that sounds like amazing and cool and like just fun and uh yeah I don't I don't want to be Mr. Pessimistic. I do think it's important we talk about it too though. 
Okay, thinking of things that are not pe- pessimistic, Nick, uh, real briefly, because that's where I'm at right now. What is, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. It's pretty broad. Okay. What is the most uh, extemporaneous thing that you've done? Like, what, uh, what is the spur of your pants thing that you've ever done in your entire life? Um, I mean, I've taken trips super, like, that's kind of where I'm at. I, what's what's a short, I mean, I, short-term trip that was pretty big? Um, Jen and I went to Hawaii once because we just happened to both have vacation time, and we're just like, screw it, what are we doing? Like, why don't we just go to Hawaii? That's probably the most crazy one. How? What was the turnaround on that? Like, uh, how, how long between idea to leaving were you? Probably like a week or less, like probably less than a week, but not, not like go to the thing, like more like, Hey, tell our bosses. I want to, I want to have my, I want to use my vacation. You know, like, to, like we're going to okay. do it right now. So I think I've, I've taken more spontaneous than that, but they've always been like, Oh, let's just go to, you know, Northern California for the weekend. Like yeah. that kind that kind of, well, that, but those are smaller fine. distance. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I think I'm doing the most extemporaneous thing I've ever done. Okay. Uh, a little bit like COVID induced of like, I'm finally effing done with this bull crap. It's been three weeks. Um, but do you, have you known, you've known that uh, I've been into Formula One. And so as well. Oh, life. yes, I have. And tomorrow at the time of recording is qualifying. And the day after that is the race. Uh, For which race? This is like a critically Austin, important race in, in Austin, in Texas. Okay. Which is an eight hour drive. And oh, Jeff. The qualifying, so it's an eight-hour drive, and the qualifying is in, I think, uh, it's at 2 o'clock. So it's 11 o'clock now. So So, 15 hours. So I'm going to be waking up, yeah, (laughs) in a very short time. We're going to be dropping off our kids, and we are going to qualifying. There's an Ed Sheeran concert after that. And then we're nice. going to watch the race. Uh, I think. I think so. I think That's crazy. I think we have it all when, figured out. When did you guys decide to do this? Mid-recording of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> have you been texting her behind my back? Oh, amazing. Yes. yes. Uh, that is fantastic. I, it, it was almost all the way figured out beforehand, but we still had some last minute things. That's so awesome, I, man. I, I have been texting to be sure, uh, but I am going to hop off this recording and I am going to buy some tickets. So uh, I think that, that is, is the amazing, most sir. extemporaneous, most extreme Hell uh, yeah. Well, good for you, I've sir. Done. I'm very, very proud of me. There we go. I'm proud of you too. And I will say, like for me, I don't even think about it because like the biggest consideration I ever had was like texting my, my sister and be like, could you watch my dog for a weekend? And, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And like now it's like, I have, uh, to have but a kid you, that like, gets taken you to school children. on Monday. <laughs> you have <laughs> children. Oh my All right. God. Well, let's wrap it, Nick. Um, okay. We do this podcast, but we also have a secondary podcast uh, where huh. we talk about things more extemporaneously than this, even even more so than you know coming up with a Just weekend a more trip away. Off the cuff. A little more off the cuff. Uh, if you want to check that out, you can check that out at patreon.com forward slash Tywasap. You can also follow us at Tywasap on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, and you can find all of that at Tywasap.com. Nick, all those sounded so great. Thank you so much for potting with me. You are welcome, sir. Thank you all. This has been the year we started the podcast. And thank you all for listening. Got it in one. Got it in one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. That's what I can call it.